The Outlet. The Talk of Wanaka. I think opening up a small business, you're you're there, your feet on the ground, your feet behind the scenes, and you know doing as much as you can yourselves because you're also trying to learn that business as well. So um, before you know passing the bar on to bar staff and passing the brew floor on to more brewers, we wanted to really get to know how this new business was going to work and how it was going to work you know, on the outskirts of Wanaka in the industrial area, so being a little bit more of a destination. Welcome to The Outlet. I'm your host, Brent Harbour, and in this podcast, I talk to Jessica Wolfgang. Now, Jess is a brewer and the co-owner of Rhyme and Reason, and they've just won the Bear Tourism Award at the 2023 New Zealand Brewers Guild Awards. We chat about Jess's journey into brewing, the start of Rhyme and Reason, and the mixture of art and science that comes with brewing beer. The Outlet, from your Wanaka app. Let's have a look at what's on in Wanaka, brought to you by Liquorland 3 Parks, there for your next event with Unreal Deals. Wanaka Toastmasters meet every second and fourth Thursday, 7 to 9pm. Now if you want to develop your public speaking skills, gain more confidence and become a better leader, then Toastmasters Wanaka will provide a supportive and positive learning environment to develop your communication and leadership skills. You can find out more by clicking the Things to Do button, then what's on, on your Wanaka app. Rhyme and Reason on Gordon Road has just won the Bear Tourism Award at the 2023 New Zealand Brewers Guild Awards. Jess Wolfgang is a brewer and co-owner. Jess's journey into brewing started in Australia and she has worked all over the world. We chat about the start of Rhyme and Reason and the mixture of art and science that comes with brewing beer. Hi Jess, welcome to The Outlet. Hey, thanks for having us Brent. Hey, congratulations on your recent award. Can you tell me a bit about it? Yeah, we're super pumped to have medaled this year. We actually haven't been in beer competitions since 2019, just with COVID and, you know, all sorts of things happening. So it's actually quite nice to know that, you know, in the meantime, these last few years, you know, myself, the brew crew, everyone behind the scenes, we've actually been doing a good thing. So it's it's quite nice to see us picking up some awards at the Brewers Guild. So Rhyme and Reason has come a long way since your opening in 2017. So what would you say were the biggest challenges you faced in the early days of starting the business? Oh, it was definitely for both Simon and myself was how tired we were, physically tired we were. I think opening up a small business, you're you're there, your feet on the ground, your feet behind the scenes and, you know, doing as much as you can yourselves because you're also trying to learn that business as well. So um, before, you know, passing the bar on to bar staff and passing the brew floor on to more brewers, we wanted to really get to know how this new business was going to work and how it was going to work, you know, on the outskirts of Wanaka in the industrial area, so being a little bit more of a destination. So we actually sort of did everything at the start, Simon and I, from writing recipes while I was bartending, and then Simon would take the next bar shift, and while he was doing that, he was designing the bottling machines, and then, you know, all the back-of-house stuff, so... There, there was a lot of work. Yeah, it was incredibly straining with yeah how tired we would get and how run down we would get. But we eventually got it to a point where we were quite happy with the systems in place that we had set up. Uh, we're working good. We felt like we created a safe work- workspace and we were ready to employ people. And so that was like quite a cool part of the business was where we could actually start to 
employ people to come and help us and, and do what we do. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got into brewing and where you worked before you came to Wanaka? Yeah, like falling into brewing, it was a little bit of serendipity. I had been travelling overseas for a few years, as you do once you finish high school, and a few of those places, one in particular, um, I moved to Cork in Ireland. And I did that because I had just recovered from a knee reconstruction so I wasn't searching for a surfing or snowboarding adventure and I knew that I did since a young teenager I I knew that I wanted to have a bar and I really wanted to have it as a music venue so going to Ireland seemed like a good place for researching pubs bars and music and so that was good like I learned a lot there a lot about what I thought worked what I thought didn't work in those bars and took notes of all of this and then you know my knee healed and I moved on to Austria for a ski season and eventually back to Australia and moved out to Newcastle and started searching for jobs out in the Hunter Valley there which is a very famous uh, wine white region and I thought that might be a good idea learn how to make some wine but the first place I drove past on that road trip so the Hunter Valley has 100 at the time it had 147 different cellar doors for wine and it had one small microbrewery and I drove past and I thought why why do I have this thought of winemaking in my head when I'm not really a big wine drinker I'm a beer girl like I drink beer if I go out to the pub and so I went in and just I fell in love with the staff straight away they were super cool super friendly and it just worked they had an assistant brewer who was scheduled to finish up in the following two weeks And so, again, like that serendipity, I was just there at the right time, the right place, and it was the right people. And I stayed working with, it's called the Hunter Beer Company. I stayed working with them for close to six years and under the guidance of Keith Grice, who was an epic brewer. And we, because it was such a busy venue and we brewed quite small batches, just 600 litre batches at a time, but 600 litre batches for a very busy pub that lent to you've got to brew fast, you've got to brew a lot. And so we were super fit at the time because there was never a walk between tanks. It was, you were running. The beauty of working there was the amount of different beer styles that we got to experiment and practice brewing and brewing to a world-class standard. We actually picked up quite a lot of medals each year while I was working at that brewery um, under Keith's guidance. And that kind of gave me a lot of knowledge and experience to take on for other brewing activities that I then ventured on to do. Oh, that's brilliant. So can you give me a bit of a rundown on the thoughts behind Rhyme and Reason and how what you do differs from other microbreweries? Yeah, well, again, it's going back to all had always wanted to have a bar and music venue, but now I'd learnt how to brew. Now, now that, that vision and that dream turned into, right, I would like to have a bar, a brewery and a music venue. So <laughs> I was... Dream big, babe, but uh, we persevered and um, in the end we got there. So we did, it was, the vision behind Rhyme and Reason was to create a venue for conversation, which we felt in bars, like as as the years went on, bars became more and more full of TV screens and poker machines. And all of a sudden it wasn't that place where, you, you know, a pub, it's a public venue, it's where you go to celebrate, charismate, you know. Have a chat with your friend. And so we've created this space that's very, very chill, very welcoming. There are no TV screens. 
my favorite moments at Rhyme and Reason is when the bar is like absolutely packed. You know, the beer garden, the tap room, the malt room, full of people. And the music's down and you look around and everybody's chatting. Not one person is on their phone. Like that's that's the best moment for me there. That's kind of what how and what we created Rhyme and Reason for was was those moments. It's a noise fest in most places you go, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is sometimes, yeah. So tell me a bit about the Joyrider Pale Ale and, and why it's really important to have a signature brew. Yeah, the Joyrider, um, I actually, to be honest, I thought that uh, back in the day that our Kolsch, our German-style golden ale, was going to naturally become the signature brew because of how approachable and sexy it is. But yeah, it ended up being the Joyrider. I think the Joyrider became the flagship beer partly because we, in the first few years we were, we were driving around Wanaka in an actual shark car. It was an old Toyota Cressida that my friend from Australia had painted with black house paint and he had put a skull on the front of it and he's an engineer as well and he engineered a giant fin on top of this car. So we had this car, this shark car, and we had this like beautiful pale ale on tap that was yet yet to have a name. And when the town sort of fell in love with Shark Car, because we would drive around in this car and people would clap. They would stand up, you know, stand up, clap, wave at us. And I thought, wow, the locals are really taking to this car. And um, we actually don't really have a name for this beer. So we ended up saying, you know, it's the Joyrider. Um, and we've got, um, it's now featured on on the label is um, the beautiful shark car, which is also known as Denise the Beast. <laughs> People absolutely love it. Joy- the Joyrider is very famous in Wanaka. So you've got a goal to make the best beer in the world. Uh, that is a lofty goal. So how do you approach your brewing process to achieve a goal like that? And how do you go about crafting a new beer? Yeah, even, even back in the day when I worked at Hunter Beer Company, um, that was their goal was to... You know, try and make the best beer in the world. Doesn't mean you're going to, but at least if you're trying, if your standards are that high, your beer is going to be pretty good. You know, whether it gets a gold, it might get a silver, but at least you're striving to, you know, the best of your ability and the team's ability. You know, if you're going to do something, do it right. So, yeah, designing designing new recipes is a funny thing. It's not something that can just happen. It just doesn't, you just can't force, you can't force creativity um, so normally I will, if we're coming up with a new beer, I will go for a walk with my dog. If the idea pops into my head, I'll pop, pop the back boot of the car. I'll sit there while the dogs are running around and it'll be a nice and comfortable environment. And I'll start to think about an empty glass in my head. And what do I want in that glass? What beer style would I like? What, what would I like the aroma to be? the flavour to be, the overall balance to be of that beer. And from then, from that image and from those thoughts, I'll then reverse, like work work backwards to get there, reverse engineer that idea into a recipe. So, for example, for my favourite beer at Rhyme and Reason, which is our, well, it used to be called the go-to, Golden Ale. It's now been rebranded as... um, is What's Golden, which is in homage to a Jurassic 5 song. I don't know if you're a fan of Jurassic 5, but... Yes, I do know that, yep. We're all a fan of Jurassic 5, and that song, What's Golden, and because it was a golden owl, it just made sense to change the branding to that. So she's got a new look. I love this beer because it is, at the end of the day, it's a simple beer, but you do need to have careful selection of your ingredients. 
very careful, you know, choice in how, how we process it and really watching those uh, fermentation temperatures. Yeah, so at the end of the day with, with the Kolsch, we choose the best malt, the best Pilsner malt in the world that we can get. We're using traditional SARS hops that are from the Czech Republic. And the yeast strain that we're using is yeast strain that is out of, out of Germany, where the Kolsch originates. And it's that yeast, it's because we're using that particular yeast and we're fermenting it. So a Kolsch is a hybrid beer. It is an ale that's brewed as a lager. So when we ferment this beer, we're fermenting it cold or cooler at cooler temperatures, which cleans up the character of the beer. We actually slowly temp rise during the fermentation process so that that yeast can release the esters that we like, that give the beer the flavor that we love, which is, it almost tastes like a fruit salad, like a tin fruit salad, like tin pear, tin apple. It's, it's delicious. And we get that all from the yeast character. And then that, that carefully selected malt that goes in there, it adds this beautiful slight like touch of honey. And the hops, it's just delicately hopped. So this yeah, this is a sexy beer. This is a beer um, that when brewers come to town, when industry folk come to town, they drink the what's golden. Sounds like a real mixer between art and science. Oh, 100%. Especially, you know, because we are, and we are a small brewery. We're actually one of the country's smallest breweries. In that way, you know, we, we're there. It's, it's our eyes. It's, um, it's myself a lead brewer and an assistant brewer and we're all keeping an eye on that you know that process that quality control yeah it's being made with love so what's next for rhyme and reason and how can people find out more about what you do jess yeah we are we're, we're gearing up for a pretty fun spring and summer we have a few cool seasonal beers as, as we do each season um that are in the pipe works and so label development is happening i'm in the background sourcing ingredients because it's quite hard to find ingredients these days uh, sometimes depending on what you're looking for so we like to organize this in advance but we've got some super fun beers coming out this spring and summer. Keep track of that on our social medias. We've got the Instagram, Facebook, the website. You can sign up to a newsletter to keep an eye on it. And we'll also have quite a few gigs coming up as well. So lots of lots of live music. There's lots of birthday parties. There's lots of wedding, wedding parties. There always seems like there's something fun happening out there. That sounds perfect. Well, hey, thank you so much for chatting today. It's been really great. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having us. Thanks for thinking about us. The Outlet. Jobs Board. Here are some of the jobs listed this week on the Wanaka app. Thanks to New World 3 Parks for when it's your job to do the grocery shopping. Wanaka AFC is a well-established football club that has served the local community for over 20 years. Now, they're looking for a grants manager. The grants manager is a key ingredient for the overall success and sustainability of Wanaka AFC operations each year. You'll need knowledge of club grant fund applications and the drive to take the Wanaka AFC funding plan to a whole new level. Aspiring Laura looking for a finance and accounts guru with trust account management experience to take the helm while an existing team member has extended leave. There's a lot going on in this role from business accounts, budgets management, cash flow forecasting and reporting to trust account management and reporting. And AA Auto Centre 3 Parks have an opportunity for a qualified automotive technician to join their team. The person they're looking for will have experience in diagnosing and servicing the latest in automotive technology. These jobs are more listed by clicking the Jobs button on the navigation bar of your Wanaka app. 
Download the Wanaka app from the App Store or Google Play. Thanks for listening to The Outlet, your local interview and information podcast for Wanaka. If you have a story or an interview you think should be featured on The Outlet podcast, get in touch by using the contact button on the navigation bar of your Wanaka app. The Outlet is produced and published by the Wanaka app and supported with funding from the New Zealand Public Interest Journalism Fund. All episodes of The Outlet are available in the podcast section of your Wanaka app and wherever you get your podcasts.